Hello and welcome to Disney with the Ducks. I'm your host for tonight, Lonnie G, uh, and I am joined by uh, Ducks and a special guest, uh, Johnny J from the DMSW podcast. Johnny, how are you doing tonight? Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me back here for uh, for a second time. This is good stuff. I'm ready to ready to quack in the pond with you guys anytime. So this is good stuff. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for joining us, man. And I've also have Kevin joining us tonight. Kevin, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good deal. So tonight, guys, you know, we love Disney. We love talking about Star Wars. We love talking about Marvel. And I'll be totally transparent with you guys. I was listening to the DMSW podcast this week, and Johnny did a review of Ant-Man and Wasp. And I listened to it, and I laughed the whole time and agreed with him. So I said, you know what? When we're talking about Marvel, which we'll be talking about today, and Star Wars, I got to get Johnny J back on here again to talk to us once again and give his thoughts um, and I can't wait to hear his thoughts on, I, I, don't know, I might throw something out like, uh, I don't know what you think about Ant-Man, you know, we'll see, uh, but we'll go from there and get started. Uh, but first, um, just want to kind of, kind of level set and see how's everybody weeks going. So Kevin, you got a, a, had a big week. How's everything going with you, sir? Everything's going pretty good. Uh, just, uh, wrapping up a few things at work and, you know, just trying to, trying to keep moving forward, looking forward to, uh, Going on a trip here in about 40 days. So ah, whole of suspense. I'm gonna talk about that. Well, and Johnny, I know you're working with a couple of podcasts as well, doing some great things for charity. How's your yep. week going, sir? Busy, 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 man. We got uh, our family here. We have six kids, so family life is is super busy. And then, like you just said, there we kind of we kicked off a little charity event here, and that is just absolutely skyrocketing. So we're talking to a bunch of other podcasts. We have somebody doing a big event in Walt Disney World this week coming up. So they're going to try to help spike up those donations, get the get the word out there. So a lot of a lot of moving pieces here, but uh, it's it's good. We wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, yeah, I understand, sir. I understand. So Kevin kind of teed a little bit and kind of teased you guys uh, in regards to some travel coming up. So we're going to just get right to it. Like I say, tonight, we're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Marvel. Uh, we're going to talk about Mordok, I'm sure, but, <laughs> but we're going to talk about Star Wars now. And because Kevin, everybody knows Kevin's and Gene, uh, well, I'm as well, but Kevin is a really big Star Wars fan. Uh, he keeps us in line, keeps us in check with Star Wars. And you have an upcoming trip coming up in about 40 plus days, right, Kevin? Right at 40 days over Easter weekend. Yeah, going to London to Celebration. It'll be my first um, celebration. So I'm pretty excited about it. So tell Very us about cool. it. So, so it's Star Wars Celebration. Like I said, it's in London. How often is it? Once a year? So, it, it COVID kind of messed it up a little bit, but oh, it's the, usually the every couple of years, and sometimes it goes a little bit longer. Sometimes it's every year. Um, last year it was in Anaheim, and that was the first time back from COVID, um, and so it was a big rush of people there for that. Um, and then all the pent up demand from that, and now going international to London. It'll be the first time since 2016 that they've been at the Excel Center. So um, a lot of international um, Star Wars fans have been chomping at the bit to try to to get involved. And in, and this one is this one sold out super, super fast. I got I got really lucky. I got a four day pass. Uh, I tried to get the Jedi Master pass, did not was not able to get that. <laughs> um, I think everything sold out within about 10 minutes. So um, it was pretty it was pretty crazy. It was more like a. I run Disney res registration. Um, things were going <laughs> so. 
Um, Had you got the Jedi Master Pass, they pick you up in the Millennium Falcon, right, and fly I you overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> across the pond. Too bad you couldn't get that one. Crazy thing. So um, those tickets are for about eight hundred. Yikes! Per yeah, it is. A, it is a run Disney race. Yeah, it's a dopey man. That's for the Jedi Master, that is. I mean, the the normal four day pass is nothing like that. Those are they just opened up the uh, resale site and they're starting at three thousand per ticket. Mm. So they're right at about four times what the ticket price was. Um, a lot of good. Um, Guests have been added. I think they've pretty much wrapped up the guest list. Uh, everything from Hugh McGregor down to um, the original Mon Mothma. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, Return of the Jedi actors that are going because it's the 40th anniversary. So I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be some panels on that. Um, they haven't announced the panels. That should be coming up pretty soon, and I'll keep everybody updated on that. Uh, badges have been mailed. Uh, there's still some day you know, single day passes available if anybody, you know, out there is looking and in, in, in London area over the Easter weekend. So um, the big thing about it is the lottery. So and if to get into some of these um, sessions, you have to put in your badge number and get drawn. So it's another, another lottery. It's not, you know, first come first serve. It's you're put into, you know, a mix and they draw your number. So um, I'm taking my oldest with me. It's the first time we've gone on any kind of big trip like that. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. so I don't, I didn't do any of the art autographs or photos. They're super expensive. For instance, Ian McGregor's 310, $310 for a picture. So it's pretty expensive. Wow. So we're going to go and just have fun and try to meet some people and, you know, give out some goodies. And that's from what I've seen online, that's one of the biggest things that people do is, exchanges in line and stuff like that with with stickers and patches and republic credits and things like that so i'm pretty excited about that and to see all the cosplay and um we also bought a, a set of sabak and we've been trying to learn how to play that today so <laughs> we're nerd we've been nerding now we're super excited we can't wait um <laughs> they haven't announced when the next one's going to be uh they know that there's not going to be one next year um but it will come in 2025 the location they're still um, I'm guessing that they'll announce that at Celebration London. So, hmm, yeah, Very cool. Yeah, Jedi, you are pay you must <laughs> if you want to get to that. One, I tell you, I, I tell you, uh, before Kenobi, it probably was fifty dollars. Kenobi came out; it was a hit. He's like, I want three ten. Oh, <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. Oh, Hello yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, three hundred. You can actually <laughs> get a picture with uh, with with you and Ian, Ian McDermott. And, but that's 500 bucks. So crazy. <laughs> I'm going to have to try to take a selfie with it. I'll probably get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're real excited. But we're 40 days out. We've got everything ready, passports and all the good things. And so cool. really pumped about it. You guys welding your armor on the weekends in the garage, getting uh, all the best guard ready to go. We got, we got the best car. We may have to bring it in a Cantono and trade for some ice cream. Or something. Yeah, explain that getting through security. I promise you, it's just armor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna assemble when we're there. So yeah. when you get up to the TSA pre-check, just do the. You don't need to check my bags. Yeah. I'm. I can get on the plane. These aren't the best car you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. But Kevin, I'm excited, man, to to get a play by play. So I'm what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days. So it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, okay. They put the whammy on me. Threw that Monday in there. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. 
Well, I'm, hopefully they'll announce some upcoming things for Star Wars because as you know, as we look at what's coming on and, and coming up, not just on Disney Plus, but upcoming at the movies, I think it transitions right into the Star Wars schedule. And of course, yeah. we start off with what March first, Mandalorian season three. I'm surprised his back is not hurting from carrying Star Wars the last three years. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> literally, right? Absolutely, you nailed it. Yeah. So trailers came out. Supo had a big trailer. What you guys think? And another trailer came out, I think the final one, I guess, mm-hmm. two days ago or yesterday. It, mm-hmm. it was really good, too. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from them, but I can't I can't help it. It's, it's yeah, it's same thing, man. You, you, you don't want to watch it because you don't want to have too much spoil. But you just it, Mando, you just can't you just can't yeah. stay away. You just got to take every second and you can. That's right. All but right. yeah, so the, the first episode comes this Wednesday. They come every Wednesday. There's eight total episodes. The finale is scheduled for April 19th. I saw today where Dave Filoni is already, or uh, um, what's his name? Not Dave Filoni. Um, John Favreau. John Favreau. He he came out and said that they've already started writing a lot of the episodes for season four. So, and he's, oh, cool. he's saying that they're not even they're not even looking at an end in sight. They're thinking it's going to go on and on as long as they'll let them go, and as long as they keep making stuff like that, I think we're all for it. So yeah. I have no complaints. I think, you know, the one thing about Mandalorian and and the challenge I have is I like to binge, right? So I like to wait and kind of watch all of them if I could. Mm -hmm. But with something like this, right, you have no choice but to watch it. Spoilers (laughs) out there. You got to watch it. And then I'm spoiled (laughs) because then I have to wait to the next week to watch the next Wednesday. Right. So that's that's a killer for me. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I do a good job with other things, you know, um, that he's in The Last of Us. I just started watching that this weekend because, you know, I let it get enough far in advance so I can actually start watching it. But the Mandalorian is one of those ones I just look forward to. I got to watch it. Yeah. I like to watch the last of us without, you know, having Mandalorian episodes. I kind of try to imagine that Ellie is um, Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, wait here, Grogu. Yeah. She said, what? Pedro. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is just getting typecasted as, as exactly. the older dad character that yeah. takes yeah. on the uh, the little lost child. Yeah. From now on, like we need somebody who's, who's a father figure. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, get Pascal in there. there you yeah. Go. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Last of Us ends with him leaving Ellie with Luke Skywalker. There <laughs> so we have a choice. He's like, hey, you can yeah. have this lightsaber or you can have this. It's up to you. You can't have both. You have this little arm. It's up to you. A little, a little yeah. shirt that says, I did it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so Mandalorian season three, right around the bend. Like mm-hmm. I said, this Wednesday from us recording. After that, May 4th, Star Wars Visions Volume 2. It's one of those things that's kind of just out there. I really enjoyed Visions 1. Some of them, right? Uh, I think the first episode to me was probably the best. Some of them I don't like, this is not canon. You got the two, you know, brother and sister, whatever, floating around and all that kind of good stuff. But overall, I think it's a real good series. I'm looking forward to it. What do you guys think about that one, uh, Visions? Yeah, I think it's good to see anytime they kind of step out the out from that regular realm of what you're used to and try something new. And I think we all saw they did a great job with the, the first season. So, yeah, definitely excited to see what's, uh, what they get cooking here for the second time, see if they can come back to the well. Yeah, and you know there are different studios from all around the world that have put together episodes. I mean, they're working mm-hmm. Japan, the UK, Ireland, Spain, um, even the United States, and it'll be interesting to see the different spins on the different ones. So, I think it gives 
some of the smaller name producers a chance to put something together for the masses. Yeah, it's like it's like their Star Wars Super Bowl. Like this is their right. one shot to just absolutely yeah. do their dream project and knock it out of the park. So yeah, you yeah. know you're getting their their best effort. Yeah, and some of the fan base, and, and you know you know their fans too. I mean, some of the fan created shows and things that aren't really canon and stuff. There's some pretty good stuff out there, uh, pretty well put mm-hmm. together. Uh, pretty you. impressive. So can't wait to see that. So that has a tentative date of May 4th. The same mm-hmm. time, though, there's Young Jedi Adventures. That's going to be a little different. It's going to be on Disney Plus and Disney Junior. So I'm guessing the animation will be completely different. I don't know about that one too much. I don't know if I'm too excited about that one. I love to see Young Jedi Adventures, but uh, spoiler alert, I know how it ends for all Young Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know about that one. <laughs> exactly. You know, I would love to see a whole series strictly with Anakin hunting down Jedis. I know that's not cool, right? But I would love to see just, you know, we see what happened in, when, when it's Order 66, but I want to see actual individual battles. Old school Vader, the kind from Rogue One at the end of the ship. That's my favorite Absolutely. Vader. Not the other Vader that's kind of, you know, no, I want the Vader that terrorized people. The red lightsaber at the end of the hall, a dark hall. That's what I want to see. So hopefully, you know, I'm the fear machine. The fear machine. That's what I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for that one. <laughs> But sometime in 2023, Ahsoka, right? Season one. I am excited for that one. So Rosario Dawson tweeted a kind of a tease that it may come this fall. I think that Mm. was earlier today. Um, Oh, awesome. So there's a good chance it's going to be anywhere from September to November. Um, I'm thinking with all the things that are being released, they're going to have to, you know, kind of divide things out or it's just going to be overload. I mean, that. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of why they pushed Ahsoka a little bit further down with Mando in in, in April and then having, you know, a couple of shows in May and then, you know, ending in the summer and um, not coming right on the back of it and then just overloading. I think that's that's probably why it's a little bit later. Yeah, I think they're trying to offset their the Marvel projects that are coming out, too. I think they, they had a little overlap with Ms. Marvel and Obi-Wan, and I think they kind of regretted that, and they're kind of mm-hmm. now trying to planning out a little bit better and make sure they got one Star Wars show. When that ends, now it kicks over to a Marvel project and probably will go bouncing back and forth there through the, uh, through the summer. Yeah, I'll yeah, take I know, it. I know a lot of people, you know, kind of got a little bit of burnout there for a while. Not, not me, not for Star Wars, but... <laughs> <laughs> there was some Marvel burnt people talking about Marvel burnout, but you know, mm-hmm. I, you know that. I, I can, I can see that um, just for the, the sheer number of shows that's coming out, but I will say I'm excited about some of the projects. Um, and then there's something in 2023 called skeleton crew season oh, one about this one. Okay. Johnny, you know anything about that? Kevin, tell me about this skeleton crew Go ahead, concept. Yeah, this one looks pretty good too. The I'm trying to think now. Obviously, the actor's name is Jude slipping. Law. Yes, yeah, he is phenomenal, phenomenal actor. So, anytime you bring somebody like that into the Star Wars universe, I think you're kind of opening up the door for some really cool stuff. And I think that's why a, a lot of us like Mando so much is it it allows them to be in the Star Wars universe, but go in a completely different direction and do something else. You talk about Marvel burnout. I I think some of us had kind of like Skywalker saga burnout. Like you yeah. just 
they I feel like they just kind of fumbled those last, especially the last two movies there on a couple of couple different decisions they made that I think something like this is just going to be like, man, you're like, okay, we can go into it with clean slate here and we're in the Star Wars universe, but just give us something cool and different that we can kind of wrap our arms around. So excited to see what they uh, what they turn out with this one. So I've got a, a theory on this. Um, who oh, do you cool. all play? And so hmm. the timeline that this is set in is around the same time as Mando and Ahsoka. So there's one character from the Clone Wars that you know, kind of had a tie-in with both, and that's Lux Bonteri. He was mm-hmm. the um, Onderon and Onderon with Saw Gerrera and helped them train up the uh, the soldiers. He was also a love interest of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So I oh, can wow. see where that could tie. He also joined Death Watch, so that whole Death Watch, Ahsoka, you know, Saw Gerrera, I think that's all going to tie together, and that's going to be him. And that, it's been confirmed that he's still alive during that time period so it'll be interesting to see how that how that all plays out coming from a a separatist you know in the clone wars so hmm i will take it um i like saul i think he's a great character i'll take a younger version of him um yep you know put him on Put them all on there. I take Rogue One is in my top three anyway. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. I mean, but I love Rogue I'm, One. I'm, I'm there with you, man. There it's with my sec. It's my second favorite Star Wars movie of all time. So I'm right there with you, buddy. Johnny, that's why I love you, man. I, I'm right there with. I mean, literally, I watch Rogue One every time it comes on. I mean, I think it's, it's just so it, good. It's classic. It's awesome. You know, yep. I add that in the sand. Come on, man. You can't beat that. Yeah. And to, to me, the, the best thing about that movie is you you know exactly how it is going to end before the even before even the first trailer came out for that thing. You knew everything. Basically, you could predict what was going to happen. And they still blew our doors off with how good that movie was. Fantastic yeah. and fantastic music and everything. Just great. Great visuals. Yep. CGI, everything. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I will take it. Um, so anytime I can have that. Hey, let me have it. Right. <laughs> Early, yep. early Death Star, right? Uh, we got some, some, uh, some brain, brain reading creatures in there as well. My favorite, <laughs> Borgalot. You don't want a Borgalot, man. I want one. So there, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I think those, those really fire us up. I think it can fire me up as well. I don't get overload on Star Wars. I just don't. Uh, just like I don't get on on Marvel. I tell you, the one thing about it, when you look at some of the, you know, they said December twenty twenty five. We have some of the movies starting to come out. Um, we don't know a lot about them, right? There's a Ryan Johnson trilogy. Don't know a lot about that. They're kind of teasing that out there. Um, Kevin Feige, Feige, I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Feige. He has a, Feige. He's coming out with a project. The ones they have named, I think I'm excited for, is Knights of the Old Republic. If oh. you come up with that. And Rogue Squadron. I think those, right? But then again, I don't know what the Ryan Johnson one's going to be about. So sure. um, I know at one point, a lot of people said, you know what? They're getting burned out on the kind of like the Star Wars movies. I like Solo as well. I think Solo is a really good movie. I like yeah, it. it's underrated. Underrated. I think that thing gets a a, a a bad rap and unjustly so. I think that one is actually pretty, same thing. You go back and watch that again, like Rogue One. You're like, this is actually a lot better than I remember it. Yeah, it's like a fine wine. It just ages well with time. Yeah, it's like yeah, it sure does. And even the prequels, I think a lot of people have come around on the prequels and finally given. You know, Ian McGregor and, and Hayden Christensen some love after so many years of not 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 a lot of love. So 
Okay, the second one and the third one. The third one is out of the prequels, my favorite, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, I don't know that first one. Mm. Yeah. Jar Jar, the pod racing. Uh, yeah. And maybe because I was so excited about it, you know, that you run to the movie. I mean, we had like midnight showings and we went to it and we were like fired up. We were in line for a long time. And I was like, oh, this is not the movie I was hoping for. But it got progressively better to your point. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, to me, they, they killed Darth Maul too fast. That was such a fun bad guy. Like, can't you just give him even when we only get like halfway into the second movie, like at least give us a little bit more of that character. Yes. At least they redeemed some of that. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And I think we talked about that last time. I think if you see all the, the two different animated shows that Dave Filoni mm -hmm. did, I think it fills in a lot of those holes. And really? I still haven't had the chance to catch up on all those. So I'm kind of still on that. Those first three movies are like, ugh for me but i know we talked about it last time that if you can find the time to watch those shows it fills in a lot of those holes and kind of brings you the new appreciation there for it it really so. does it really does it yeah. makes it may it, you see it through a new lens especially with the the last you know last year's or i guess two years ago uh the the final season of clone wars to see you know order order 66 from two different angles so pretty cool mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so johnny other new movies coming out which one are you most excited about if you have to say I want one, what, what you think? I think I got to go with Taika Waititi. I think his stuff is, I know he kind of, to me, he dropped off a little bit there with that last Thor movie, Love and Thunder. Um, <laughs> the but ghost me, I just, I, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he just brings that that great element of humor that Star Wars, they'll, they'll kind of very, they'll dip their toe in, but you haven't had a project where it's like almost like a, a Ryan Reynolds type of like a, a major like comedy focus. So I think it'd be great to get into that Star Wars universe. Give me something in uh, centered around a bartender on Tatooine or something. I don't just, mm -hmm. as long as, as long as Taika Waititi is involved, I I'm all in. I, I can't wait. I, I'd love to see whatever he's got cooking up for sure. Good deal. Good deal. Kevin. What about you? One project, one movie you're looking forward to? What you going with? Project, one of them that I'm looking forward to, not necessarily movie, because I haven't really looked into those, but there's a show coming out supposedly in, you know, late in 2024. It's Acolyte. That's one that I'm looking forward mm. to as well. It's going to be kind of a, a crime mystery. It's set right before, right after the High Republic and right before Phantom Menace. So about 100 years before that. Um, so it's going to be kind of like a crime mystery series where they solve crimes and go around and kind of investigate the underworld and stuff like that. It's going to be pretty neat. So I'm, I'm excited to learn more about that. What kind of crimes you think they have? In I'm guessing the it's universe? probably going to be seeing some of the, the emerging, um, the dark side kind of emerging out of the high Republic and, and starting to investigate, seeing some bad things there um, and uncovering, you know, the separatist movement, stuff like that. Hmm. Point, you know, I didn't think about that one. I would like to see that as well. So, you know, I guess, in, in, you know, in, you summarize the Star Wars universe, we're all fans. So, you know, gosh, Johnny has a podcast uh, dedicated to it as well. So, I mean, we're all fans of the Star Wars universe. Uh, just don't mess it up. That's all I have to say. How about you, Lonnie? What are you most excited about? You know, um, movie wise, it, it will have to probably be Rogue Squadron. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm just, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, when you think about shows of, of you know, Ahsoka, I think that could has a, I think that could be good as well. 
right? I would love to see some kind of show, and I know it's 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 challenging. I know with Obi Wan, they, they bought it when Dark Vader showed up. I just really love Vader and stuff. So the more Vader stuff I can get, um, there's a tr there's a short trailer for a game that they had when they actually had some. Um, trying to remember the game, but uh, it was basically the Sith hunting Jedi. And yeah. you look at this this game and some of the, the footage from the game. Like I said that's what I would like to see, right? You know, yeah. you, you got we, we we always focus on those few, but there are there are many, right? So I want to see something like that. That war between the Sith and the Jedi you is need, what I would like to see. You need a Doctor Afra. That's what you need. A who? Doctor Afra. She's his kind of his. Uh, she's kind of like an archaeologist, like Indiana Jones, but you know, looking for Sith holocrons and sith kind of things and it takes place with vader kind of go, doing exactly what you're saying where he's going out and using his inquisitors and doing you know doing their thing see that's why kevin kevin keeps us in line i didn't even know yeah, that absolutely. was man you came out of nowhere man and dropped it boom i, I need that like, that's what i need kevin yeah you need to read the darth vader comic it's really good very cool very good yeah, yeah. i might have to i might have to do that so stars overall fantastic um marvel which phase five which i think is a lot right we wrapped up phase four um you know it's funny phase five and johnny you made a very good point of this on your podcast i think you hit the nail on the head with we had a little bit of you know you had thor love and thunder and you, you know and i and i don't want to steal your words but you mentioned how black panther wakanda forever took a step forward right kind of self-corrected a lot of stuff that Previously, yep. we were kind of missing in the Marvel movies, right? And then you have Ant-Man, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, 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 and I was telling Kevin this, I enjoyed Ant-Man. There are certain aspects of it that I didn't like, that I said, you know what? You know, that's, yeah. And I think when you when you left out one of the, the, the you know, on of the, pr the previous Ant-Man films, and I loved the first one. I think the first one was was a solid movie. Second one was a solid movie as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, you had that 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 kind of comedy aspect of it as well, and they had some in, in Ant-Man. But I think they made Mordock more of the comedy piece because they didn't have the guy that's in the other ones, right? Uh, and I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Uh, but he was he was his friend. He was Scott's friend. That's, yeah. Yep. The, so not, the, not the sidekick cop, the other guy, right? Exactly. Luis, 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 Luis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think they made Murdoch more, Murdoch more of a Luis kind of thing, and I'm like, no, 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 Murdoch not supposed to be like that. It no. just wasn't. Um, yep. So I agree with you on that. So you look at Phase Five, and I got all the, the, the things coming out. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think, and like I said, Johnny, you knocked it out of the park with your review. Um, I look at phase five and I'm thinking the best part of it was Kang. And if it wasn't for Kang on there, I don't know if I would have liked the movie because man, his acting was spot on. You know, he really like set the tone. And I think a lot of people now, so Ant-Man takes a lot of flack. I was reading an article when they were saying, you know, that Ant-Man CGI suffered because all the good people were on Black Panther. I have a hard time put my head around that, wrap my head around. I'm like, no, we got, you know, we got some more people that could do CG. I think Johnny said it was some some high school kid in a um, yeah, <laughs> Photoshop. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever did Modoc, they yeah, they got him for like fifty bucks and like uh, uh, I don't know a Marvel bumper sticker, and, uh, and they're like yeah, you could you're in charge, you're ahead of the Modoc project for this movie. Yeah, some little kid went home and told his parents that, and they were like, "Stop it!" And he's like, "No, I am seriously." <laughs> that was it's, it's Kevin Feige's email. <laughs> Look at it. It's like, man, I just don't know about this email. I mean, that's kind of shady. Uh, so yeah, I mean. It's funny that Black Panther doesn't technically fall in phase five, but I think it would have been great to kind of kick it off. And if they would have made Ant-Man just a little bit more, because I, I did hear that, you know, they're going to tie in some of the characters from Black Panther in future Marvel pieces as well, which they should. So, yeah. but Ant-Man, mm, it's, it's okay, just okay to start off phase five, but I think they have a lot of self-correcting to do if they're gonna, before, and of course we'll know Guardians will probably knock it out. That's the next part of phase five, which is what, May 5th? Uh, but but man, I don't I don't know. I don't know. When, so phase five kicked off with Ant-Man, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was the first one, yep. Mm -hmm. so, I know yeah. that some people said I should go try to watch it, but you know, with kids, you have to make that decision of, you don't get a whole lot of times, and I know Johnny, you're probably in the same boat. Is uh, to be able to go watch a movie, it's a, it's kind of a sacrifice to do, and I just I didn't know if it would be worth it. I just didn't have time. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Johnny went twice, right, Johnny? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was gonna say. Is like that's my kind of go-to joke. Is I'm basically like the podcasting Batman. Like all all my <laughs> podcasting research, all my podcasting recording, it all happens at night after the kids go to bed. So okay. that's what happens. Like when the new Marvel movie comes out, I'll be like, all right, plan it ahead with the wife. Make sure she's on board, knows exactly what night it's gonna be. And okay, I'm going like trying to get a nap in so I can get to that like nine thirty, ten o'clock showing and uh, do my idea. best to stay awake to get through it. Yeah. That's yep. a good point. So I would, I may have to do that too, and and do the night, later night showings instead of the afternoon. So that's a good, that's a yep. good idea. And then the my kids are old enough now; they're kind of getting into it on their own too. So they, when a, when a new movie comes out, they're just as excited a lot of times as I am. So they they want to go with me to 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 see it, usually on opening weekend too. So it kind of works out where I can go once like that opening Thursday night and kind of like really focus on it and get it uh like get my full attention on the movie because I know when I bring them, they're still they want to go get something to eat they need to go to the bathroom or they're whispering questions like who's that lady again so <laughs> gotta make sure i try to see it once where i can get my focus on first <laughs> yeah i mean i think they did a good job of de-aging michelle pfeiffer i mean i think you know so they did i guess they spent their money on that part of it uh i mean yeah you know, I, I laugh i think she you know she was down there living her best life in the quantum realm all the stuff she was doing she was living a, a kingster's paradise i guess you know yeah, she's hanging out with Kang and everybody else. you know i'm like oh, i mean you know was bill murray Kang, yeah she was hanging out with everybody yeah was it that bad down there i don't know man <laughs> I mean, she was having a good time look like it to me um yep. so john scale and i'm just gonna put it on here one to ten Ant-Man, I, I think I know where you're gonna put it. Where would you put it? Yeah, I, I think I said like if you're trying to put it on like a, a like a uh, 100 or a 10 scale there, I think I have it like in the sixes. Like it's not a it's not a fail, but it's pretty it's right on that line. Modoc, I just hated Modoc so much, and that decision was so 
stupid to me that it uh, just it completely awful. brings the movie down mm-hmm. but kang did such a great job and just get you excited it's almost like that first teaser we got for thanos but this was oh, yeah. he was in he was in 40 50 of the movie so it was like a, an even better teaser because we we know that there's so much more coming with this character down the line but we got like a nice big chunk of the movie devoted to him so there were some like really really good parts about it that got me excited but then there was just some other stuff so i was like why would you do this this is yeah. so stupid like you were on you you were on it you had it and yet then at the end you kind of like when you see him on the screen you're kind of like okay really i mean you know it's it's real and you know you think about it and it, it could get so much more with this because of course he's there and i don't want to spoil it for anybody so but he's there in the quantum realm i think we already know that just from hearing the trailers but then you know you go back to to loki season one Mm-hmm. And that king, you know, you, you gotta, you, know, you kind of just kind of go back and think about it. Okay, so that king was in charge, so he must have locked in there, right? He was some kind of we got. And why all the other kings were scared of this king, right? All of them are conquerors in a way, but every king was scared of this king, and I want to know why, right? I yep. So I think they can build that out a whole lot more because you know it just it was just something I think they just missed the ball on. Or to me, I think they could have helped save this movie with giving us some of that. Give me, give me what mm-hmm. what happened. Like, show me what that Kang did for them, for all those Council of Kangs to put him on his ship and like banish him to the quantum realm. Show me that scene. Or to me, I thought one of the best scenes in the movie was when he came into that like prison area. It was talking to Scott and Cassie, and the tension was so high. And he mentioned like, "Have I killed you before?" Or he said something about maybe killing. He kind of gave me that vibe like he's killed Thor before. And I was like, yeah. "Okay, give me that. Like, give me a give me a Chris Helmsworth uh, cameo here. Give me a four or five minute scene of showing Kang fighting the Avengers somehow. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's more what I wanted to see than just every." I just I keep going back to it, but every time Modoc came on the screen, I'm like, "What are we doing here? What? Why are we looking at this character?" <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's funny you mentioned that, Johnny. I got out the movies and I told my brother, I said the best line in the movie was that when Scott said, "I'm an Avenger," and he's like, "An Avenger? Did I did I kill you yet? Are you the one with the hammer?" <laughs> you know. Yeah, so you're yeah. right. I mean, literally, he's like, I've, "I've killed all you guys before." So, you know, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, there's something I else mean, going on there. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to see. Yep. So. I'll so give you another good line too. Yes. What, my favorite, my favorite line was when they kind of they crashed after Scott and uh, um, the the wasp there shrunk down the the engine back into a little ball there, and they landed in the sand. And Kang kind of comes around the corner and he looks at uh, Hope and he says, "Hey, Jelly Bean." It's like, whoa! That was yeah. like Darth Vader esque, like chills down your spine. Just so. Oh, so intimidating and just just a simple, simple line, but just he nailed it. It's just yeah. like, oh, what a great choice with this oh, yeah. actor here. They just nailed it. Oh, yeah. It makes you think, well, y'all hung out for a long time in that quantum realm, Michelle Pfeiffer and <laughs> Kang. Y'all was doing, I don't know, you shared a whole lot of stuff with Kang. What y'all was doing like that? Just the two of y'all, you know, hanging out, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so, Kevin, you got to go see it, man. And then we want, right. I want you to let me know what you think about it. Um, next one up to bat, Guardians. I'm super excited about Guardians. The first two loved them, so I'm you know looking at the trailers, and now like you, Kevin, I kind of do the same thing. I stop watching trailers after a certain yeah. point because they'll start to give a little too much information, right? So I don't, I haven't watched the trailer in a long time. Uh, it's coming up, Johnny. What do you think? What are your thoughts on it? 
I I think this is going to be right in that realm of like where Black Panther Wakanda Forever was. Like this this is going to be a major course correction, but it's going to be kind of the the good and the bad at the same time because the director James Gunn, this is his swan song last with one. Marvel. Mm-hmm. This is his la- exactly, it's his last one. We're already kind of hearing like certain actors aren't going to be coming back after this. They kind of, they tied their, their Marvel strings to James Gunn. And if he's not going to be there, then they don't want to be there anymore. So we know that this one's going to be, uh, you're going to have to have a box of tissues maybe with you when you watch this one, because there's going to be, I think there's going to be some major losses here, but James Gunn to me was one of the best directors that Marvel had. And I think you can see the fact that DC knew that this was a piece that we need to steal and basically make him our version of Kevin Feige. I mean that tells you I think all you need to hear about how much how 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 much respect he has in this comic book industry and if you've seen some of the DC projects that, that James Gunn has done it's just phenomenal so I think yeah. he cares so much about the Guardians I think he's he's going to have his 100% heart soul focus to just making sure that this movie is an absolute five stars so I think this hmm. is going to be a good one it's going to hurt it's going to hurt a lot but I think it's going to be good mm-hmm. Kevin, what about you? What you think about? I think Guardians? Johnny, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you couldn't have said it even any better at all. I think I'm so excited about it. I think out of all of the the new projects, that's right up there at the top for me. I mean, I'm so excited Absolutely. about it. I love Guardians. I mean, um, love the ride. Love the love the movies. Just love everything about it. It's that it's that movie you never knew that you needed, and, and now that we've got it, now we love it so much. Mm-hmm. And we're getting our third one, and yep, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like you, Johnny, too. I, I don't I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it'll be some losses in it. You know, I find myself the James Gunn thing, and you know, you see some of his movies, and Guardians has a certain aspect to it. Uh Peacemaker, I mean, he did that one. That's a little yep. out there. I mean, he has some out there stuff, and I'm wondering yep. how he can because to me, and, and you guys might say, Lana, you're wrong. But and that's okay. But my favorite DC movie was The Last Batman. I, I know it's crazy. I for one going into it. Okay, I was the, like, the one with Robert Pattinson, that one. Exactly. And I thought, you know, I was yep. like, Robert Pattinson gonna be the Batman? I don't know. But this one was serious, didn't have yep. humor. And I when I say Real I world. love that movie, I saw it twice yeah. in the theater. And I usually don't do that, you know. But I was yep. like, this is the Batman I wanted, and I just hope that he can bring that same level of seriousness. And I know he's like, it's going to, that Batman's going to exist in a whole different thing. Right. So it's going to be different than the things he's planning, but I'm glad that at least he knows when he has a good thing and he's gave it the okay to keep that same director moving forward with that Batman. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Um, but after that, November, we got the Marvels, right? So Kevin Marvels, what are you thinking? I don't know too much about that. Um, I guess it's Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and um, what's her name, Rambo? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, the three of them. I think those three are gonna somehow team up, but that's I never that, that was kind of outside my wheelhouse of Marvel, so I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I did enjoy Marvel the movie. I mean, I'm guessing it's gonna be along the same kind of line. I, I, I'm curious to know what y'all think about that. Johnny, I'll give it to you. 
this this one makes me nervous. The fact that they <laughs> this 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 was the fifth time that they've moved the release date on this mm -hmm. movie. And I know some of those are COVID related, so you kind of look the other way on a yeah. few of those. But this movie was actually sup supposed to come out before Ant Man and the Wasp, and the fact oh. that it keeps getting pushed back. That to me, that just it can't be a good sign. I mean, it's got to be rewrites and, and reshoots. And I think if we remember, like when the first uh, Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel movie came out, uh, it was kind of very split. It was like a very polarizing movie. Like some fans really loved it and thought that Brie Larson killed it. And then other fans were like, that was the worst choice. This is just why are they going in this direction? She's just not the right actress. And it almost seemed like that was getting in her head. Like you, if you've seen some of the interviews that she's done, people have asked her like, Oh, are you so excited to be coming back? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Do, you, I don't, do the fans want me to even come back? I don't know. It's like, Oh <laughs> God. Like if she's already losing confidence in herself, like how, how good is this movie really going to be now? The, I, I don't know if you guys watched the Ms. Marvel series on Disney Plus. Uh, to me, it was it was it was geared more towards like a teenage audience. I felt like they weren't going after that core mm -hmm. MCU fan. They put enough in there to kind of keep you interested and in teasing you. So maybe the biggest teaser about the future in the MCU ever was at the end of that show, how they that last little teaser scene there. But I, I think they did a pretty decent job with that character. So I'm hoping between and I and I loved Maria Rambo in the WandaVision show. I thought she mm -hmm. was phenomenal so i think we get at least two out of the three that are that seem to be kind of fully into their role and uh and into it then i think we get a at least an okay chance of maybe this one uh coming around and i'm sure samuel l jackson is probably going to be in it in a big big way too because oh. i think he is very closely tied to, to captain marvel so there should be enough pieces there that this is at least decent but like i said the fact that it's moved this many times ugh, yeah. that can't be it can't be a good sign yeah, it, it may be contract issues with the cat that was in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. he probably was swallowing everything. I mean, heck, he swallowed the tesseract. I mean, even cats, man, you don't, you can't control them, man. So, uh, so, so we don't have release dates for this. But next on the slate, um, well, it, it says that it's May the third. I don't know. I think it's it may get pushed back. But Captain America: New World Order. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, I like the whole. Bucky Sam thing that they did um, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I think they tried to tackle a lot of social issues that, you know, I, I kind of get into Marvel to kind of forget those things, right? When I go to the right. movies, I think they tried to put that in there. Hopefully, I, I don't know what they're going to do with this this New World Order piece, but, you know, I, I, it's, it's going to be different. I think this movie has a, the chance to be very polarizing as well, just like, you know, you know, the, the Marvel's Marvel. kind of thing and Captain Marvel, right? It's, it's going to be yep. one of those movies that either you're going to want to see it, you love it, or you don't. So, what do you think about that, Johnny? Are you looking forward to Captain America? Yeah, I, I like Anthony Mackie in, in that role. I think he did a decent job. He was one of the best parts of that show, I think. So, excited to see kind of seeing him step into it. But again, it, almost like the Marvel's movie, like this other things mm -hmm. happening around it that's making me nervous. And he keeps seeing like new actors being added to the role. And it was almost, it's, I'm kind of getting the feeling like, are you guys, is the MCU losing confidence in? Anthony Mackie to just carry the the movie all by himself and you just you're adding these other things because there's rumors out there now that the Hulk's going to be in this movie and we, we know for sure that Harrison Ford is coming on he's replacing he's going to replace the actor that, that passed away that played uh, Thunderbolt Ross 
and the, and supposedly that's going to be in, in the comics. He plays the red. He Thunderbolt Ross turns into the Red Hulk. So mm-hmm. it just every, it seems like every few months we kind of get a, another leak of information of adding new characters, and it's just like, are you putting too much into this movie? Like, I think there's enough there, and Anthony Mackie is talented enough as an actor. Like, I think you could have had a pretty good movie, and I think so many fans love the um like civil war captain america civil war captain mm-hmm. america winter soldier that that different style of movie like that almost like a spy thriller type of movie i, I would have loved to see them kind of go back and like let's let's go kind of small scene here like, we don't have to go outer universe we don't have to involve a kang like give me something like just right. something happening in just the united states that captain america is gonna really step up and kind of step into his role give him his the, the, the same Captain America movie we got with Chris Evans the first time. Give, give that to Anthony Mackie. Give him his own standalone thing where he can grow into that role and make fans kind of go from like, eh, I don't know if I like this to like, this is like one of my new favorite Marvel characters. I think I think he's earned that right. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So you mentioned it. It kind of brings you right to Thunderbolts when you mentioned Red Hulk. Yep. Thunderbolts still, they say July 26, 2024. Um, I don't know. These dates, like you said, are kind of moving. I am interested to kind of see how they build this out. Uh, I think Bucky is going to be what the main person on there, I said, right? So I think he can carry a, a movie by himself as well. I think, you know, he's a, very talented. Uh, people like him. But, you know, Thunderbolts right there around the corner as well, you know. Will it have the Hulk on there as well? Who will be the villain? So many things. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, we just don't know what they're doing right now. It's kind of mm-hmm. like no clear direction. But I, what I am excited for, and I hope they don't mess it up, and that is September when the new Blade's supposed to come out. Yeah. You know, I was a big fan of Blade. You know, for you historians, Blade actually saved, you know, Marvel for a while, right? I mean, they had enough yep. money to make a movie. They said, hey, it's not going to be a lot of money. They put it in there. Boom. Next thing you know, you know, stock went from pennies on a dollar to now I can't even look at a, a share of, <laughs> <laughs> of what it's going for now. So I am excited about, about Blade. Hopefully, it don't like I said, it has to be. Unfortunately, it has to be rated R. I mean, it has to be an adult MCU. It has to. Right. What you think about Dude. that, Kevin? To, to do it right, you got to have that, that R rating. Huge Blade yeah. fan. I love Blade. I, I hope that they tie it in. Um, it'd be really cool if they... There's like the Howling Commandos. I think he might have been close in in that. It'd be kind of cool if they tied in with some of that. You know, they've got the Werewolf by Night character. Mm-hmm. They could tie them in together and have them kind of team up. And um, some of the other, you know, kind of more Halloween-y characters. It'd be kind of cool to see how Blade would tie in with that. I know one another one they mentioned was Craven the Hunter is coming out. Uh, that would be a good one. Um, interesting to see how that how that goes. So now, Blade was at, on the end of the Eternals, which is the only thing about Eternals that I actually like. You guys know my thoughts on Eternals. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> that part. I think I may have to fast forward and find that. <laughs> the, the very end end credit scene. Okay. Yeah. And it's yep. funny when they say the Eternals was the most streamed, I guess, you know, movie on Disney Plus. I don't know why. I went to the movies and halfway through it, I was like, literally, like, why am I here? I couldn't. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everybody turns it on to check it out, and then they fall asleep, so they get that like full two hours of watch times. So that's yeah, <laughs> it's running in the background. Yeah, I'm like, what, what is this? Or they all fast forward to the end credit scene just to see yeah. Blade. <laughs> see Blade. 
I heard the bleep yep. was in the back of this one. Let me fast forward and on here and see what's going on. Um, and then right after that, Deadpool three. Now, really, really excited about that one. Absolutely, yeah. that one. Just watching the the two um, tweet about how they're working out and getting strong, and it's it's hilarious how they they're gonna. That's probably gonna be one of the funniest movies, superhero movies ever. I mean, the way that they play off of each other is gonna be great. Ryan yeah. Reynolds and uh, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But they're like posting each other, lifting weights in the gym and saying, I'm, you know, look how much I'm bench pressing and stuff like that. And they're, you know, taunting each other is pretty cool. Yeah. To me, anytime you get guys that are that attached to the character and their role and like, you could just, you can tell that it's, it's a passion for them. They want to do this character. They're not just, it's not work for them. Like they're, they're actually having fun. Like this is exactly what they want to be doing. I think that's when you're going to get your your best performances and your best stories out of them so i think and i think ryan reynolds has been begging hugh jackman for so long to come back and, and do one of these movies with them the fact that they're now getting to pull it off they know that they're like we're and i think they've already said that this this movie will 100 percent be rated r so well, the fact that they they pull that off i think they know that like all right here's our chance now like we've been talking this thing up forever we at we have to nail this movie so oh, they're gonna blow it blow the top off of it it's gonna be so yeah. good well, yeah, they, yep. I mean, they have to. They literally have to. And, uh, you know, I was, I'm going to be honest, I was a little sad at the end of Logan, right? And I know that's kind of way out there, but man, I was just kind of like, uh, I'm kind of sad now that Hugh's not going to be in here anymore. So I was excited when he said, hey, I'll, yep. I'll come back, right? Um, after that, we have Fantastic Four, which I, I think there's a little bit of casting for it. Mm. Okay. The Fantastic Four is one of those movies literally all of them right the the, the previous versions i find myself kind of like uh yeah i mean i know they're not the most recognizable characters i mean when we were kids they were on right but oh, yeah. I, I think the other movies were just so kind of just uh that i hope Blah. marvel can actually yeah. fix them right especially the last one right mm-hmm. so you know, I don't know. That last one was really bad. But I mean, you got great characters. You got Doctor Doom in there. You got all that. But yet, still, I don't think they really hit out the park with that those movies. So I'm hoping they can correct it. You know, mm, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but then, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. I mean, come on now. So I, I don't know, and I don't know if you guys gave it any thoughts. How are they going to tie in Kang through these other movies to get to this point? Right. He has yeah. to be somewhere in there. Right. I mean, am I am I I mean, you can't just say all these movies and boom, so, here comes Kane. I know what if is is coming out soon with some new things. I'm, and I know with him being in different. I'm, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm guessing that there's he's in different dimensions and things like that. Tying in with Dr. Strange's, you know, multiple dimensions and things like that. And then, you know, there's another Spider-Verse movie coming out mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. across the Spider-Verse. It's t- all the different you know, Loki season two, you know, all the different uh, eras of time and things like that, where they could tie him in. Um, you know, even I think the other one is Agatha. There's going to be something with that. I think they're, mm-hmm. they're going to tease that all, all through, I think, you know, little bits and pieces, but yeah, I'm not really sure how they'll bring it all together, but I think he's going to kind of show up, you know, in each one. Yeah. Because yeah, so the previous movie, I probably need to see Ant Man just to see kind of what what kind of <laughs> impact he has outside of the timekeepers, I guess. You know, well, well there are two end credits, so stay for both of them. 
Okay. That's the one thing I got to tell you. And, and you're right. I think, you know, I think he will pop up in a lot of, you mentioned the shows and we'll talk about the shows in a minute, but he will pop up in a lot of these shows. But I guess the key is how do you have it? Cause he did a real good job before, right? Thanos was in basically all the Avengers movie. He was kind of like behind the scenes. You kind of knew right. you know, he'll pop up. You'll have him just sitting in the chair or something like that, you know, for the first mm-hmm. Avengers movie and him smiling and that I and mean, saying, yeah. So he, he always was there. And I guess the key is how can he do the same thing? But it actually has to be a little bit more than that when you do, you know, Kane, because I think one of the issues that people have with this character, if, if people don't really know about Kane, I mean, if you're, your first time seeing him was in Loki, you know, you kind of like, you had a loss, right? Okay, so this is somebody that's more powerful than Thanos, but he's doesn't have these stones and he's doing this and he's doing like, you know, and he, he, five minutes of him talking at the end of Loki doesn't do it justice unless you do the comic books and you went back and do some research. On oh, in the comics, he's devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think they confused a lot of fans too by not ref- referencing him as Kang, he who remains or whatever. They didn't use the the word Kang in the Loki show. So I think a lot of people mm-hmm. were like, well, wait a minute. I thought this guy was supposed to be Kang, but like mm-hmm. they didn't call him Kang and there's no reference to the other Kang. So I think it kind of can almost confuse a lot of people where Ant-Man kind of like kind of cleared up a lot of that, that confusion there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another untitled movie. I don't know what that means. And then there's Avengers Secret Wars uh, and then Armor Wars. So I guess they tie in together. I'm, I've, I've seen in the comics the whole Secret Wars aspect of it. Right. Um, like I said, I don't know how they're going to pull that through. So Armor Wars, will that be tied to Ironheart, I guess? I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was supposed it was and and Secret Invasion too, the the show that's coming out because Rhodey is gonna be in Secret Invasion. I think we'll probably get like a, a a little sample of what what's going on in Secret Invasion leads into maybe something with Ironheart, and then that together will bounce into to Armor Wars. There's there's rumors out there that Ultron could be coming back, and that's why this change from a TV show to because for a while Armor Wars was going to be a Disney Plus show, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until just a couple months ago that they changed it over to a movie. So, hmm. to me, that's maybe that's a good sign that, that there's there's just so much good material here that they knew they had to go big for it and get that's get back it. to the box office for it. Because Disney has made you know so many things into shows recently and not going the movie route. You know, with post COVID and everything, and during COVID, you know, it, it seemed like they were putting all their cards in the in the shows. But yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. Yep. So shows Secret- wise, well, I'm sorry, Johnny. What? Well, I was just gonna say on Secret Wars, I think that that one there, there's a ton of potential for that to mm-hmm. be oh, big. Yeah. As as far as the the rumors are going on that, supposedly Kevin Feige has been reaching out to every actor that was involved in all of those old marvel projects before the mcu was even a thing he's talking to toby Maguire and mm-hmm. all the the x-men characters all those actors that were in those original hugh jackman x-men movies and he's mm-hmm. trying to get every single solitary person that ever touched marvel all the all those fa- bad fantastic four movies he oh no if he, again if you believe the rumors <laughs> they're they're all gonna be touched and somehow brought into this movie so i we could be getting a, a portals 2.0 type of scene here at the mm-hmm. end of secret wars where literally every marvel character you've ever seen on a movie screen is going to show up in this movie and if that happens that could be one of those 
break the internet, just brain explodes type of uh, moments in the movie theater. So, yeah. I mean, look, I, I wouldn't have a problem if Jessica Elba pops up. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, I'll go see that one. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, hopefully, like I said, they, they do something like that, right? Um, Kevin, you had mentioned the series. Of course, what if season two? That's coming supposed to be early 2023. I mean, how early? We're in 2023 right now, right? And then Secret Invasion is supposed to come out. To your point, Johnny, I think that's going to be something. Um, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, you can't go wrong, right? I mean, literally. And right. I think they can do so much on that with that show mm-hmm. um, that I'm really. You look at the Secret Invasion, and then right after Loki is my two shows I'm looking forward to, especially knowing how you know how Loki season one ended kind of like on that little cliffhanger piece and how they yep. tie that in with Ant-Man as well. I am all for Loki season two. I'm all in it. Literally. I can't, you know, I might have to stay up till <laughs> it comes out in a, in a wee parts of the morning. I'm watching it. You know, I think a good test will be because they still haven't announced the date, which is bizarre. The fact that we're almost, we're knocking on the door for March and we still don't know what which one of these two shows is going to be k- kicking off next and i think like we talked about earlier they seem to be going star wars project which leads into then a marvel project taking over so you would have to think that when when mando season three wraps up and i think kevin said what was that and mid or late april it's going yeah. to be marvel's mm-hmm. turn so mm-hmm. to me if if we get secret invasion that's probably a good sign that that's that show is ready to go but if we get what if before we get Secret Invasion, I'm instantly going to be, uh oh, why is this getting pushed <laughs> off? Why is this getting pushed off again? Something, something smells weird here. Yeah, and Bad Batch ends at the end of March, so it's a, uh, that's kind of the the one that's still going right now. That you know there'll be a little bit of a gap between March and you know April with the end of Mando. So, yep, yeah, yeah. Um, after Loki, we have Ironheart. You know, straight from. You know, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm looking forward to that. I think they said they're gonna. It's it's that's gonna be a different little perspective, right? Uh, I think they tied her in nicely to Black Panther. Uh, yeah, so want to see how they do that as well. You know, real smart in school, billion armor kind of thing. What do you do with that? So I'm excited about that one as well. Uh, then there's Echo. I'm not too sure about that one. Anybody look that yeah. one up? Do the research on that one. What you find out about that? Is a character from Hawkeye, you know, from the show in Hawkeye. Ah, yes, I didn't think about that. The, you know, villains are sort of villains, potential villains. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the rumor is that she's going to have some encounters with Daredevil. So, oh. it'll be interesting to see because you know Daredevil being blind and then she's deaf, just to kind of see if they end up fighting each other or teaming up or something. You know, you never know. Yeah, I think I think we'll they'll you'll see them tie her show into the new Daredevil Born Again show that's going to be coming out. I think that will kind of lead into that show. Okay, so Daredevil was coming out. What do you guys think? Okay, so Daredevil on Netflix was one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. literally every season loved it, loved to watch it. The fight scenes, I mean, I think one of the greatest fight scenes ever was the whole prison scene yeah. when he was in yes. prison when he had to ride. Yep. I think that was the best. My hope is, you know, can we repeat that? Because I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed with Daredevil in the She-Hulk. 
Yeah, he's not. He shouldn't be a comic relief character. He should no. be just one of those, just absolutely cool, just fight scenes like, like action. Batman. And it's it's gonna be down and dirty. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta be dark and kind of gloomy here for that mm -hmm. character to work. He's not supposed to be goofy comic relief. Doesn't no, fit. Not at all. I mean, he lives in Hell's Kitchen. I mean, you can't be joking about that. Hmm. I mean, you know, this this is a bad place to be. Yeah. Right. Yep. So in the comics, he's always like that too. I mean, he's never been the comic relief in the comics either so yeah so I, my hope is that the do daredevil right um i think they will hopefully they keep the same writers same kind of concept let's do it the same way but right before that we have agatha uh coven of chaos i mean i liked agatha from you know uh wandavision mm -hmm. um so let's let's see what happens with that you know how they can bring that in Right and keep it going because she was kind of a different kind of character, right? So how we we kind of build her out? Do we have enough to build her out successfully? I guess we'll see because there's no Wanda Vision too. Is she's in Wanda? Well, I don't know. You saw how Doctor Strange and yeah. where is she? I, I don't know. Yeah, we don't even know if she's coming back or not. We think so, but yeah, we don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's Marvel Phase Five. I don't know, Johnny. Out of the movies, what's your your, your go-to, what are you looking at? What the project you're most excited about? I, I would have to say it's got to be Guardians. Like I said, it's I'm, it's it's the good and the bad. I could not be more excited for that movie easily. I mean, maybe uh, Deadpool 3 will give it a run for its money for my most excited about, but I just have so much respect for what James Gunn brings to to his projects, but it's at the same time I can just, you just know they're going to rip your heart out in that movie. So I'm going into it going just like how many of these characters can we keep alive? How many, how many can we get through this movie to kind of keep going in a different direction here from here? But I, I got a bad feeling we're going to lose a lot of them. So we'll see. Yeah. Like I got a bad feeling about this. What about you, Kevin? Yeah. What are you I'm, thinking? I'm on the same boat with Johnny. I'm, you know, I love guardians and it'd be sad to see, but I think they're, they're going to go out with a bang. So yeah, I'm with you on that as well. Not a lot of time to wait, right? May the fifth, just stay offline. So we got to see the day one because there will be somebody trying to spoil it oh, on, on, sure. on the interwebs, right? So you got to go day one. Um, I'm gonna do what Johnny does, prepare the family. But like, look, I'll be there <laughs> nine thirty showing on yep. Thursday. Celebrate. I'm there. May That's the, the move. That's the move. Go the very next day to the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars hangover. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What? Well, good deal. Guys, about, no, what show are y'all most excited about? Ah, I'm going to go with Loki. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. That was, uh, there's, there's good things, I think, coming for that. And I think it's going to, like Kevin touched on it there, I think that's a show that they'll very easily bring Kang into it more and, and mm -hmm. help build towards that Kang Dynasty level Avengers movie. So I, I cannot wait to see what they what they have up their sleeve for that show. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm most excited, and we didn't really bring it up, and I and it may be that they have to cut this out of the episode, but um, <laughs> X Men '97. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Good pull, Kevin. Good pull. You came out of nowhere with Edmund, man. Okay, yeah. good deal. So, yeah. It's one day I've been out for a long time, but you know, I grew up on X Men. And I loved that cartoon. I never missed one. I were, yeah. I videotaped them on the VHS. Watch them over and over and over. Hey, hey man, F bag in the show at your house. You can't say that. And it's <laughs> Disney Plus, and I've gone back and watched it again. I just love that. I mean, it, it's cheesy now, but back then it was like 
the best show. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Is there is there a better like opening theme song to no, a cartoon it, no, ever? No, That's just oh my god, it fires you. You're ready to run through a brick wall when you hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. I'm I'm yeah, an old absolutely. school X Men Spider Man kind of guy. So yeah. And, and you know what? It doesn't fall in kind of like the Marvel phase as much, but Johnny kind of uh, just touched based on it as well. I am very, very excited about the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I love you know, Cartoon Part 2. I think that's one of my... I loved that movie. I think it, it did it so well. Um, you know, uh, you look at literally how they... How they it, it was so well done with all the different Spider-Mans in there. And just seeing some of the trailers... And I kind of have to stop watching those as well. But man, I'm waiting. I'm excited to see how they do that one as well. And it's not a Disney project. So, it's not. You know, it'll be, right. if it's anything like the first one, it's going to be awesome. And I love yeah. anything. Yeah, it's, it's like all that. the same guys coming back to do that. And another one of those ones where if you're, if you're into the rumor mill type stuff, there, there's, there's rumors out there that, that uh, that this movie will touch when Tom Holland gets brought into it, it'll be they go into like the live action MCU. So we're going to be mm. watching an animated movie. We could be an hour into it. And then all of a sudden he goes through a portal and he shows up in the MCU with real life face actors with uh, with with the, the Spider-Man that we know from the MCU. So if they yeah. pull off something like that, even if it's just a minute, like just a qu oh, very quick yeah. cameo scene, like. I, people will go nuts. That'll be <laughs> Avengers Assemble, Cap picking up the hammer. All of, people will yeah. go berserk if that happens. Yeah. That would be I, awesome. I drop my popcorn. I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, literally. But you, but you're right. You know, it would be one of those things that you're like, okay, they've done it. Because I've always thought, literally, uh, like the last Spider Man. Loved the last Spider Man. Loved how they put Doctor Strange in there. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of that movie, I left out saying that you know what. Andrew Garfield needs another Spider-Man movie. I know a yeah. lot of people didn't like, I, you like know, I didn't have the problem with the second one. The amazing he got a bad rap. He did. He really, he really got a bad rap. And I think with, if anything, that movie right there showed to me what I've been saying. He needs to have his own movie. And I love Tobey Maguire. I think he did a phenomenal job. Uh, but Andrew Garfield in that movie, um, he needed another one. He just really did. And hopefully this may lead to him getting another one. I don't know. You know, that would we'll be see. awesome. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. So we talked about Star Wars. We talked about MCU. Uh, a lot of great things happening on Disney Plus. I think the key is, you know, you know, you see the things about Disney losing subscribers. They start putting out some real good shows like this and time in. You know, you're going to have to watch it. Right? You're going to have to be on there. Right. So I'm excited about it. Uh, Johnny. Thanks for joining us. But look, before we, we go to quacking up with the ducks, why don't you talk to us about your podcast, man? I think I, I said I really enjoyed, love listening to it. I think our listeners will love it as well. Why don't, you, why don't you kind of tell us about that and what you're doing now, partnering with other podcasts to raise money? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for giving me a shot here to talk about the that podcast, Mike's for Magic here. So for, for my podcast, it's called the DMSW Podcast. D for Disney, M for Marvel, SW for Star Wars. So 
for, I'm going to be have I'm going to have episode 45 coming out this week, and for the most part, every episode I've ever done has just been me by myself. I have, I think I had my kids on once for a Father's Day episode where I let them <laughs> each take a turn on the mic. But this this week's episode is the first time I have a co-host join me on the show, and I bring on my first guest for the show as well. So nice. big uh, big week for me here at the uh, the DMSW podcast. Yeah. So excited to kind of open the uh, the doors here to a, a whole new realm of podcasting, having guests come on the show so um, i'll be reaching out to all you guys all the ducks to get you guys on the show i gotta come up with a way to kind of have a fun game or something we can all play together on the show so look forward to kind of taking that show and that and taking the podcast in that direction and then for the the podcast mics for magic what we're doing there is so i was lucky enough at the end of january to go down to walt disney world i rode splash mountain on its final day in the park and I was just blown away what the experience was like in the park that day. The, just the atmosphere was different than any other day I've ever had at Disney before. You could just, you could feel that energy or that magic in the air, especially, I mean, the ride was just bonkers crowded all day long. Just the line was all the way up across the bridge. So everybody was into it. They all knew that they were in the park for a very special event and, Everybody was talking. I mean, you're, for the most part, you're always kind of making a little small talk with people in a, in a queue when you get when you get a long wait. But it just felt different that day. It felt like there was more conversation going on. People were dressed up like the characters from the ride. Everybody had like the stuffed animals and the T-shirts and all kinds of Splash Mountain gear. So everybody just knew that something special was going on that day. Um, at the last hour of the night, every log that came over the hill, people were waiting on the bridge and in round of applause every single log for the entire last hour of the night so hmm. when i left the park that night i just like i just it was like being on like a runner's high i think or something that just so <laughs> jacked up and excited and i'm like man how do i get this experience again and i was like okay well disneyland hasn't closed down their version of the ride yet hmm. so that's going to be coming and the other part that was really cool about that trip was i ended up meeting up with four other disney podcasts while i was down there across that weekend that i was down there so i was like okay i'm gonna make it i gotta think of a way to get out to disneyland i gotta find a way to get other podcasters to try to also buy in and want to get out there and go to it and then just the brain just kept going and i was like okay like once once everybody sees like how special this was, once those videos leak out on social media of, of mm -hmm. people cheering for the boats, like this is gonna blow up. So I'm like, we should take this moment and try to do some some real good with it. And maybe there's a way we can turn it into a charity event. So I reached out to uh, Hannah from the Hannah uh, from the Learning Disney podcast, and because she's a Disneyland based podcast, because I knew. I wanted to team up with somebody that could be could, could commit to being in the park for Splash's last day. So what we're trying to do here with this charity event is we started an organization called Podcast Mics for Magic. You can find us on Instagram. We have our own page just for that at Podcast Mics for Magic. And basically what we're trying to do is take this time where we don't know what the final day of Splash is yet to just kind of get the word out there, let people know we're doing a fundraiser. Uh, we're, we've teamed up with uh, Chalk, which is the Children's Hospital of Orange County out in California. And the reason we picked that charity is it already had a standing relationship with Disney. They, Disney does a lot of charity events with them out there on the West Coast. And it got just phenomenal crystal clear ratings on all the charity rating websites. So we didn't want to partner with somebody, ask people to donate and then find out after the fact that it was 
all the money was going to the CEO or something like that. So we, mm -hmm. we could just, all the puzzle pieces just fell perfectly into place with chalk and it just lined up uh, perfectly. So what we're doing now is we're just basically trying to get the word out, let people know that we've started a fundraiser. We've in the first 24 hours of, of us announcing it, we raised over $2,000 already. Oh, nice. So nice. it's, it's the word is out there. It's growing fast. And, and we're really hoping that we can grow this thing over the next couple of months where we don't have that final day to, get those numbers up and then the, the plan will be when we have splashes final day in the park anybody that wants to whether you're a travel agent podcaster just just a disney fan that listens to podcasts anybody that wants to meet us out there let's all meet up in disneyland on the same day we'll all wear the same t-shirt together and put a qr code maybe on the sleeve for where you can donate money to this fundraiser and we're just we're hoping we can bring in some big big bucks for the uh, for the kids Man, that is awesome. I think it's a, you know, great, great charity. Uh, loved hearing you kind of, I know you teased it for a while and I was like, what's the surprise? What's the surprise? Right. And yeah. I followed along yep. when you were in the park um, awesome. for the last day, you know, uh, you posted to the social media account. So, uh, man, I think that's awesome that you guys got together to do that. Yeah. So let me Thank ask you, you this. You. Are you disappointed with the retheme of Splash or are you excited about it? I think I'm excited for it. I think if you look back to uh, some of the quotes from Walt Disney himself, he he's he, even he said back in the day, like Walt Disney World will never be or Disneyland will never be done. It'll always be changing. So mm -hmm. I, I think there there's certain things that you just you never want to see it change. I think like the the original Peter Pan ride, uh, the Carousel of Progress, some of those just absolutely old school things that you know walt disney had his hands on specifically i i like the fact that they're like that so i i don't want to see those type of things change but with splash i mean it's just one of those things like a lot of the other rides where it can't just stay like that forever they those animatronics are falling apart and 50 percent of the ride isn't even working half the time anyway so i think you see things like what you see with the the seven dwarfs on mine train and with the frozen ride that animatronics technology has just come so far that yes i mean it's it, 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 it's 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 due it's fine yeah, yeah i agree I, you know I, i'm excited to see the, some of the changes um you know i'm one that I, I wouldn't even have a problem if they kept it like splash mountain in disney land and change over in disney world they have two different ones but i you know i guess we, we want to keep them the same but to your point i mean last time i went on it uh and this was some time ago i mean some of the animatronics weren't working and right. you know the only yeah. thing you're guaranteed is you're going to get wet but other than that, you couldn't guarantee <laughs> yep. that all the animatronics were working or anything like that. So, yeah. Um, so, yep. so good deal, man. Well, anytime you want to hop on the show, man, like I said, we loved having you. But now absolutely, guys, is our time when we try to entertain you guys with Quacking Up With The Ducks. So I hope you're ready, Johnny. Kevin, once you kick us off, what's your joke? Quack us up. So I don't really have a joke, but I have a question. Mm -hmm. so why is the force like duct tape? Mm. It has a light side, a dark side, and it binds the galaxy together. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Perfect. That's good. That's a good one, man. We use a lot of John? duct tape in the South. So <laughs> we put duct tape on everything, man. Bumpers, everything, man. Airplane mm. wings, whatever. You know? Yeah. I think I might have a, a, a picture of a flight I got on. It had duct tape holding up the train. I, I've oh looked at that goodness. as well, man. So I guess it's uh, it's, it's approved. <laughs> it is approved. I've verified that. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Johnny J? 
All right, so Kevin, check the the Star Wars joke box. I'll I'll hit you guys with the Marvel one here. So, uh, why does Thor's brother never make a good impression at parties? He's too low key. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I'm about to steal that one. I like that one. I like that. <laughs> well, I'll take mine. Isn't as good as yours, uh, but um, I just had a question for you guys. Why do some couples? like to go to the gym together hmm. because they like their relationships to work out uh, <laughs> perfect perfect uh, that's a bad one man that's a bad one uh, well johnny j thanks so much for joining us man uh one more quick time so where can our listeners find you we know we got a podcast what are your social accounts Yep. So basically the, the one I do the most is Instagram. So the, that's the best place to reach out to me at. You can find me at the DMSW podcast and the, the show itself. The podcast is in all your, your major podcasting apps, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Amazon music, all that stuff. So oh, good deal. Guys, listen to Johnny. Uh, go back and listen to his Ant-Man review. You will laugh. You will cry. It will become a part of you. Uh, and if you <laughs> like what you hear, <laughs> you know, feel free, guys, to follow us on the socials as well. We're at Disney with the Ducks on Instagram, uh, at Disney the Ducks on Facebook. Uh, once again, uh, our Tinder was shut down. Nobody wants to date a duck. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, we're pretty active on socials. And I always say this as well. I wanted to say in the beginning, but congratulations to all the ducks that ran Princess Half Weekend and finished it this week. Uh, some uh, posted it was their first uh, run Disney run, right? So um, I don't want to call any names. Awesome. I don't want to leave anybody out and offend them, but you know who you are, guys. Congratulations on your on your run there. But we're pretty, pretty ex excited for you guys and what you're able to achieve. Look like it was a great, great, great um run weekend and next week we'll have a, a, a trip report from jody as she does that but uh, if you like what you hear guys uh we just ask that you leave a rating on uh, on your podcatcher of choice it helps with the algorithm and helps people to find us so uh so for for johnny j our special guest for kevin and from Lonnie g thank you guys so much for joining us tonight have a good one thanks guys appreciate it thanks so much yeah.